Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Remember... It's not my fault. Holidays, man, it's great. I love them. There's lots of them. You know, it's, it's, it seems like the, at the end of the year, we just start into this holiday season. And it's really cool. You know, I've got lots of really good memories about the holiday season, you know. Um, a lot of them come from my family. A lot of them come from my uh, in-laws, my wife's family. And, ooh, man, are they big and and not big people, but they're just, just big in size, big in numbers, you know. And they just, they come. They show up and they eat and they drink and they laugh and they have fun. Oh, my, it's great. Just good stuff, you know. Yeah, We would go to my mother-in-law's house and, and, and uh, she would always spend uh, a considerable amount of money on some piece of protein, right, whatever it was. Uh, well, you knew how much money she spent because when you walked in, you went into the sink, get a drink of water or something, she had the price tag of whatever it was hanging up right there in front of you. So you know when you go to eat something, you better make a big fuss about it because it was expensive. It took her a long time to do it. it. took her a long time to make it, right? This thing happened no matter what. The family came if they were living on the West Coast, living on the East Coast, living in the South, living in the North, uh, wherever they were away from home, okay, they would show up. It was Christmas time. And, and my wife's family used to, many years ago, when I first started uh, being a part of it, when I married into the family, they used to celebrate Christmas on New Year's Eve. Actually, listen to me. Uh, they used to celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, which... You know, you get presents and da-da-da-da-da, okay? I guess my wife's family did that ever since they were kids. Uh, my wife, Alice, always says, yeah, the reason we did that is because mom and dad didn't want to get up early in the morning and have seven screaming kids trying to get their presents open so they could sleep in Christmas morning. Yeah, okay. You know, some things have, have evolved recently. I told you about the tacky gift. You know, that's, that's something that's, I shouldn't say recent. That was 30 years ago, but... Um, you know, it, it, it's something that happened when it wasn't just the my in-laws' family unit. It was when, you know, some of us outlaws started to be a part of it. And, you know, hey, you get that many people together, something's going to happen. It's not always a good thing that happens either. Uh, I remember I was newly uh, into the family. Now, first of all, what that means is I was never invited to any family functions until I married Alice. Now, my mother-in-law softened a little bit as she got to child number seven. You know, they were allowed to bring engaged people to things. But when I was doing it, I was well, one of the first people that w- w- was ready, was dating, proposing marriage to uh, one of the siblings. No, no, you're not married. You're not coming here. Okay. So this was a big deal to me. It's like first couple of years that I, after we were married, I was going to uh, you know, these things, big, huge family uh, happenings. And uh, I, I, it was, I think it was Thanksgiving Day. It was some function. There were a lot of people there. I mean, a, a ton of people there. Uh, and uh, we were eating. It has been Thanksgiving, you know. We were, we were eating 
I had um, a really bad root canal done when I was a teenager, and I'm not a teenager when this was happening. And I bit into something and I popped it. I mean, it just came out. It wasn't like it was a tooth in the back of my mouth. It was right up, the, the, the tooth that's right beside your two front teeth, and it came out. And I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do? You know, it's just like kind of crazy stuff. As I, um, I'm, I'm in this new family, and, and I don't have, you know, I got a big gaping hole in my mouth. I got a tooth in my hand, or in my food, actually. And uh, I spit it out and tried to get my hand missed and got in my food. So I picked it up, and I'm thinking, oh, man, what's going to happen here? And all of a sudden, they notice it. That, you know, look, I'm digging around for something, and I got a hole in my mouth, hold my teeth. They're like, oh, they're not worried about me in any sense of the word. They're not worried about anything other than show me that. Let me come here, smile. Let me look at that. You know, putting stuff in my mouth. It's like, get out of here. You know, stop that. It's like, well, let me see the tooth. You know, let me. So I had to give them the tooth and they're hiding. Oh, we're gonna throw this away. You know, it's gonna just be a rock somewhere. Oh man, it was ugly. It was ugly. Was, you know, now that's that's those are my in-laws, fun-loving bunch of people, right? But I'm still Thanksgiving and I got a tooth in my hand and it's a front tooth. Like, oh boy, this is this is gonna be a long, long, long Thanksgiving. So I actually um, wanted to see if I get it fixed. So it was the day after Thanksgiving. I uh, was able to get a hold of my dentist. Right? And um, the reason I'm telling you this is because it's it's surprising. Uh, my dentist was a, was a pretty good guy, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. You have a, a, a you know a, a screwed up root canal. He says, come to come to the office and I'll take care of you. Well, I didn't know, but his office was closed at the time. So I walk in there, and he's like rummaging around in this empty office. And I look at him, it's like, well, wait a minute. He has a tuxedo on. Now, this is the day after Thanksgiving, in the afternoon. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, oh, yeah, I had this I had this party I had to go to, and I know I wanted to get you um, fixed up. So, look, I, I still had to pay, don't get me wrong. I wasn't free or anything. But... Uh, you know, I had a lot of respect for the dentist. He came in there to take care of me on a, you know, Black Friday, whatever it was. Uh, so, anyways, in case you're wondering, that story now has a name. It's called the Whistler. You know, to these to this day, it's like uh, somebody says, "Well, let's see the Whistler." You know, it's something that people break out laughing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's. I guess it's not um, uncommon for this group of people to give some names to things. You know, like the Continuum. What is the Continuum? Well, one of my brother-in-laws lives at the extreme ends of the continuum. So if he says I think it's the biggest, it's the fastest, it's the strongest, it's the longest, it's the heaviest, it's the softest. So when someone does that now in a family, you know, they don't say the continuum. They'll say, oh yeah, biggest, hardest, fast, strongest, longest. That just has kind of stuck, you know, it's just stuck with the family, what can I say? You know, like I said, you get getting together and these, these people have, you know, all kinds of diversity coming at you, right? And they, yeah, like one time, this, my in-laws are just horribly late for everything, okay? Their entire family, and my sons have taken on the same aspect. Now, they're just late. I mean, you tell me you want them to be there at, at, at 2 o'clock. They won't sometimes come till 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, okay? It's, it's bad, right? Not bad, but that's just the way it is. The family is always late. And, and, and they compensate for it. You know, they'll tell people, okay, I want you to be here at 10 o'clock in the morning because they're having a noon meal. And then maybe half of them will be there because they got wise to it. So one time I asked uh, one of my brother-in-law, I was like, what? Oh, why, you know, why Why are you so late for things? So I was like, you know, we're, we're here, we're having you know, cocktails and wine and hors d'oeuvres, and, and you're not here. 
you know, and, and he replies like, oh, look, I don't want to eat with the little fork. I'm not coming till the big forks come out. And, and I mean, that's pretty funny. You know, when, you know, when the big forks come out. So meaning that you know, the cocktail forks are put away and you got, uh, you know, a, a fork with your meal. So I, I, that actually goes on. You'll hear that saying, are the big forks out yet? You'll get a phone call or a text these days, you know, and, using the big forks yet and because they're not there right they're not there uh, and so, so things that other things that have happened uh we have like i said we have this 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 thing that goes on in their family in my family now and and everybody's coming from all over well these people are coming from long distance away they're coming with you know stuff to stay for the week because well, like if it's christmas right because they're going to come for christmas they're going to stay through new year's right they're going to stay for the week uh, because they're they're coming back to their homestead, so there's just you know they're coming in and these these guys were late, really late, okay, and so uh, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and their kids, two kids, are coming through there. They're like carrying as much stuff like a balancing act, right? He's carrying as much kind of kids are screaming. Their kids were little, you know, maybe you know five six years older. His kids are screaming and running around, you know, they're doing donuts around everybody's legs, so. My brother opens up the door to the house, right? Now, we, you know, no one's seen them yet. We we're actually close to the door. A bunch of us were. He opens up the door. The kid comes screaming in, screaming, hollering, throwing stuff. My brother-in-law trips, throws like, I don't know, three or four packages and two suitcases on the floor, screaming and hollering. You know, he gets up and he looks and it's like, you know, everybody's staring at him. Well, you know, he's pretty quick on his feet. He's like, we're here. I am home for the holidays. Right? And that's just kind of a thing, you know. It, you'll hear this family say stuff like, "We're here," like, you know, something stupid happened coming through the doorway. They 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 still do that. And you know, it's not just because people are from a long distance away that they're late in this family. I mean, the the specific thing I'm thinking about is these these people lived uh, five blocks from where they were trying to go, and. Uh, this is my brother-in-law, sister-in-law again. They have a, a very large family, fairly large family, and the youngest one, you know, there's, you know, get, he's a he's a he's a he's a you know a kind of a guy, kind of a character, right? But he's and again, he this is when he was a young kid. Uh, so one time, you know, they come, they come, it's like an hour late, you know, an hour late, and um, it's like <laughs> my sister-in-law says, "Yeah, look, I got an excuse." I got an excuse for being late. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of excuse do you have? It's like, ah, my kids made me late. Come on, we all have kids, you know. You can't plan ahead. It's like, no, 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 no. I was, this, my sister-in-law telling the story now. She said, I was, um, you know, getting ready to go, and I started to smell like something was on fire, something was burning, whatever it is. She says, I'm looking around, I'm hunting the house around, and uh, it was cold. It's wintertime it's in where we are, and, and, and it's cold. It's Christmas time. And her uh, son wanted to get dressed well he decided that his underwear were too cold for him so he put them in the toaster oven and turned it on and it was just smoking everywhere you know and um, so you know she goes over and she's you know, probably about half you know yelling at me you shouldn't do this what are you gonna do you burn the house down or whatever she, you know you look in the toaster oven, you see all these you know it's on fire and uh, yeah, his response to that was mom you know don't worry all the flames are on the inside and uh, well, you know the way kids see, see things, man, it's it's crazy, you know. But 
other things that happens that it comes to mind real quickly is at the start of these these uh, functions or at some point in time because they're so late, right? Uh, somebody will say, "Hey, well, are you hungry?" You know, and well, our response one time was, "Don't ask me if." Right? So just assume I am, you know, because I'm coming when the big forks are out. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, don't ask me if. You'll hear that a lot today. I hear that a lot today in the in the family. They're very predictable too. When 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 what this this one family's ready to go, you can tell. Look, it's they're going home, right? Why? Because my brother-in-law. Not my sister-in-law and his kids, just my brother-in-law is standing at the front door and he'll have his hand on the doorknob. And it's, he's just, you know, he's twitching. He's trying to open the door and get out. It's time to go. Again, you'll hear that being said. Oh, so you got your hand on the doorknob. I hear you. Stop it. You know, I'll says that stuff to me when I'm pushing her to go. Just some oddball things that come to mind about the holiday season. And, you know, I have some... I have some specific memories about me and my family too. Don't get me wrong. Um, basically, talking about my my in laws, but um, you know, I have I have I have some stuff, and I have good stuff. Okay, just what I'm about to tell you is not always positive here, but um, I actually have lots of positive memories about my my childhood and family life and 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 holidays. But I thought I'd bring this up because. Uh, I, I bet children aren't doing this today. My kids are grown, moved out of the house. But when we were kids, I, holiday season, I, again, I grew up uh, in a cold climate, uh, not Arctic now, just cold. And so starting about you know the week or so of Thanksgiving until probably uh, first week in March, you could have snow cover on the ground and you could have bad weather, that kind of stuff. And so if we had weather and if we had snow cover, you know, we would go sled riding as kids. There was a pack of us. There was a pack of us that go sled riding. And, you know, I was sled riding in places my father sled ride. Because this is where we're, I grew up in the same hometown my father grew up in. And it's like, you know, he would say, oh, you know, I, I went here and we did that. You know, I found out some good places to go sled riding for my father because he was there, right, and did that. Uh, there was one place in our town. Again, now, I grew up in a really, 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 I mean, there was like 50 people in my town. And we did have paved roads, telephone, running water, okay, but it was a really small town, and we had had an ice storm. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know what holiday it was, but sure enough, we got together as a school, like 10, 15 of us, right? Got together, we're going sled riding. So we go here, we go there, we do this, and finally, it's, it's kind of weird because it wasn't, there was no snow, there was only enough ice, and we were running sleds with rails on them, uh, you know, it's like the metal thin rails. So you had to have a, a fairly slick surface. It's not like a toboggan or skis or, uh, uh, you know, a little one of those round saucer sleds or whatever. You had, it was a, like a sled sled, you know, the stuff you see in the old time movies, right? Um, so I, I'd be going down through stuff and, and the ice was not thick enough. You, If there was some like gravel or something, if we were on a, on a, on a place where there was like grass or something other, it was fine. But, we were trying to go down this old dirt road, and it just couldn't. It just wasn't good, okay? So somebody said, hey, I know where we can go. Now, it's so icy, you can't stand up, okay? And this was a while ago. This was when I was a kid. So we decided we're going to go in this in our town. We had this one road that's super, super steep, right? I mean, it was a steep road. It wasn't long. I'll bet you it was only a block long. 
you know, we're looking around. It's like, well, nobody's on the road. Nobody can drive. This is like a side road. It's not the main road. Like, it's not like you're going from, you know, major city A to major city B and you have to go down this road. No, this is like a side road in the town. So, okay. So we get up there. And, now, none of us had been on anything like this all day long. This was about, you know, well, it was the end of my day. So we get on this road and we just, you know, if you know anything about riding a, a rail sled, you start running and you throw the sled down and you jump on it, you know, so you got a running start. And I did, as did everybody. Well, what I didn't know, because the first time I've ever been on basically a sheet of ice on a very steep hill with a rail sled, you can't steer it. You can't, you can't, now how you steer is there's like this crossbar in front of you, in the front of the sled, you, push it you pull left on it and it goes left you pull right on it the sled goes right you can do that when it's not a solid sheet of ice well that wasn't happening i'm going down through this we're in the middle of town or we shouldn't say middle of town but we're, we're in, a, in a residential area i'm going down there going there it's like i'm heading right for this car that's parked alongside the road right and i was like i i see this like i can see this happening it's right in front of me um i was like oh my god what am i gonna do? And i'm head first going down through there what am I going to know? My, my first reaction was I put my hand up over my head. Uh, you know, so I had my hand up over my head, covering the top of my head. And bam, I hit that I hit that car. It was like it was like watching a cartoon. That car peeled me off of that sled. The sled went underneath the car and got stuck, right? And oh man, that was ugh, you know, I broke my arm. And it hurt. It hurt like the devil. It hurt so much as a kid I had to I had to stop sled riding. And yeah. The old the old country doctor I told you about earlier, he he I went to him and he fixed me up and away we went. There was, you know, so that was it was, I, I, it's a memory. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a memory I want to relive. Um I, I got I guess I should tell you this then too. Like I was uh an older person now. I'm an adult, I have children, I have a home, I have a mortgage, I have cars, you know, you know bills, you name it. I'm I'm a responsible adult. Well, I was still going to college at that time. I was right at the end of my uh, college life, okay? I had been, um, I went to college nonstop uh, all three semesters a year for 16 years, 16 years, okay? And I mean, I was done. I was ready to graduate. Um, I, was, I was actually graduating with, with a postgraduate degree in um, an agricultural school. And I was like, oh, man. So, so the last... The last semester that I was there, I looked. I would take. I wouldn't take very many classes during the semester for these sixteen years. That's why it took so long. Um, and it's like, oh man, if I just if I just bite the bullet, basically become a, a full time student, I can finish and I'll be done before Christmas this year because the, the term ended like beginning of December. So I did. I, I you know, it, it was fifteen weeks of oh my god, I can't believe I did this myself because all the rest of my life I'm working, I'm paying bills and kids and soccer practices and basketball and whatever, hockey, all that stuff's going on, right? So I'm still doing that, and I'm now a full-time student, basically. Okay, good. I'm done. I can breathe. Oh, I can't believe this. I don't have to go to school anymore the rest of my life. And uh, one of the nice things, one of the reasons I was doing this is because where I worked would pay for 75% of my college credits. And that's a big deal. So I had to pay 25% of my uh, of the cost of tuition to go to college. That's that's a big deal to me. You know, I'm happy. You know, uh, well, all of a sudden, we shouldn't say all of a sudden. One day I go out and get the mail, snail mail, right? 
I go out there and get it. And it's, it's you know, a letter from the college. Oh, my, my diploma came. Because at that point in time, they didn't give you a diploma. I didn't go to graduation anyways. Um, so I, you know, I, I didn't get, I, this is my diploma coming, right? And I, I opened it up. I'm ex- about pretty, pretty excited. I opened it up and it's not my diploma. It's a statement. It's a bill from the university. Like, well, what is this? You know, so I start reading down here. Oh, yeah, no, you know, you know, Max, you have taken uh, X number of credits in 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 this time frame, okay? And uh, because remember, I got a seventy five percent discount on my tuition for all the classes I took, okay? And it said, you know, I knew that there was a credit cap, okay? But I thought the credit cap was for semesters not calendar year and in a semester scenario I was okay in a calendar year I wasn't and they sent a bill to me so you're not going to graduate until you pay this it's like a week and a half before Christmas and I didn't have five thousand dollars five thousand bucks to graduate or have a Christmas for my family. Guess what? I chose Christmas for my family. I paid five thousand bucks when I had when I had it, but it wasn't before Christmas. I didn't graduate until later. Anyways, memories. You know, good, bad, indifferent. We all have them. It's, you know, it's the holiday season, and I'm thinking about them. So, you know, hope you hopefully have a great season. This is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little something about me and my life. And remember. It's not my fault.